This is Daisen Shubi X, the podcast, episode 140, for the week of August 3rd, 2008. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Daisen Shubi X, the podcast, an extension of the all encompassing Dragon Ball fan site, Daisen Shubi X. Why don't you just finish it? We cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening and a little bit of entertaining. Yeah, you did it without looking. I know it by now. My <laughs> God. A few years. Yeah, really. I believe the first time that uh, went into effect was like episode 20-ish or something. So it's already a half year had gone by and then, yeah. you know, it started nice. being a regular thing. Congratulations. I'm so proud For of knowing words that you hear yeah. every week. <laughs> What's up, Mary? That's you. Hey. How I'm, you doing? I'm all right. You are just all right? Yeah. I mean, doing as fine as I can be, considering we just had to shut off the AC and all. I'm like, oh, what is it, like 90 degrees outside and it's 9 o'clock at night? Yeah, I realize it's just you and me, so we don't need these big honking headphones on, yes. so I'm taking those off. Good call. Yeah, Julian's not with us. He's off in Tokyo. Let me pull up the email that he sent. Julian, 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 blah, blah, blah. Actually, er, I'm headed to Tokyo this weekend as i'm socializing with people i'm afraid i won't be able to record this weekend i should be back for next weekend though dot 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 oh so he's not here that's fine we don't really want to talk to him this week yeah he's not going to socialize with us i guess no, exactly yeah he's off in japan uh he's in osaka right so he's heading up to tokyo good for him he deserves a vacation every so yes. often i love how tokyo is a vacation it it's is pretty cool all right so that's you that's mary and it's julian who's not with us off in japan that, that makes you mike that does i'm mike vegeta we vegeta we <laughs> why don't you just do the show fine do it. Fine. You're Mike Vegeta EX, the proud owner of Dyson EX. On its new server. Yes. Back up. Yes. Ah, uh, yeah. Why don't you tell us what happened there? I moved it over to a new server, and there's about a day of downtime, and I had to go to work, and I couldn't mutz around with DNS entries and stuff, and, you know, it's all back. It's all good. No worries. Whatever. But because it was down, I did extend the deadline of the current contest uh, to Sunday, which is when this podcast is going out. So we're actually recording this stuff all on Thursday. We're going to record the contest, you know, the winner things on Sunday so that, you know there's no shenanigans going on there people have the full time uh, that's that uh, let's talk about this show what's going on this episode what's going on in the future we have lots of cool awesome things to discuss Mary that we do Mike that we do First thing I would like to lead in with this episode is, yes, I got an iPhone last Woot. week. So now Jeff and I are both the most awesomest people in the world. You along with, you know, the millions of other <laughs> millions people. millions of other people. Uh, right. Uh, in addition to that, we are talking about the contest. We're going to announce the winner of the contest this episode. This is a cool episode because we're tying in all theme. sorts of things. We're reviewing the new Super Survivor CD single that just came out. And we're also giving it away. Good, good. So you get a critical review and then one of your lucky folks gets to have it. It may be the most entered contest we've had thus far. Which is very surprising. I'll need to go back and double check. You're going to hear all about that stuff when we talk about the contest later on in the episode. Uh, other things. Oh, Mary, we were just at Target picking up other things that we needed. Birthday cards, that kind of stuff. And I saw this uh, poster over by the card thing. It was like, oh, Dragon Ball CCG coming soon. Then you made the mistake of pointing out to me that they had some in stock right there. Yeah, I shouldn't have because I wasn't expecting you to buy one. Because <laughs> the thing is, Mike's never had any interest in collecting no, card games no like what the whatsoever. hell oh this is coming from the person who bought a whole bunch of anime ham cards yeah but that was different how was that because you were 10 years younger no, because that stuff was rare back then. Anime Ham was 
an American thing. Yeah, it was. A, yeah, and it was still rare. I mean, I'm just saying That's anime true. wasn't as mainstream back then, so it was more of a novelty. And plus, I thought I was going to play a collectible card game. <laughs> Little did I know, I did not understand the rules because I'm stupid. No, it's just that anime hand was completely convoluted and made okay. no sense. It has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. So we're going to unbox this right now. We're going to take Yay. a look at some of the cards. So this is terribly interesting you know, radio style stuff. I'm taking the plastic off of this. I think, Mary, I'll give you a pack. The plastic is all wrapped around the XLR cable, but that's okay. Let's, I don't know how to open up this box. I think there's a perforation here. Let's just ruin the box and open it. No, no. Oh, no, no, it folds. Oh. Oh, okay, I don't have to destroy it. Good. I hate destroying uh, boxes. <laughs> I see how this works. Oh, while, while I pull this stuff out of here, why don't you read the back of the box? Because it was kind of interesting. Right, Dio. Who was the strongest warrior in the universe? Is it you? Yes. Prepare to continue your martial arts training to gain super strength and speed. Learn to control your chi energy and learn various techniques like Kamehameha, Kaioken, or Genkidama. You'll have to battle androids, cyborgs, okay, if you say so, and aliens in your pursuit to become more powerful. Along your way, you can collect the legendary seven Dragon Balls scattered across the Earth that, when gathered, can summon Shenlong, the Dragon God, who will grant the summoner a single wish. Prove to everyone that you are the strongest warrior in the universe. So, androids, cyborgs, aliens, oh my. And Genkidama, the person who wrote this, clearly knows about the series. So I'm very impressed. So I just uh, took everything else out of here. Mary, I put this thing down on the ground. I think this is what you play it on. All right. So what am I looking at here? It's like a playing board, but it's made out of cheap paper. So it kind of doesn't lie flat on the floor. Planet damage, chi area, that kind of stuff. I know nothing about this stuff. I'm holding the instruction book. It says rule book version 1.0, introduction to the game. There's some really nice looking pictures in here. Maybe I'll actually read through it and see if I can learn how to do this. Oh, here, why don't I hand this to you while I look at the cards? Here's an Awesome picture. Whoa, scannable. You can make some nice new website layouts with these pictures. I almost feel like this instruction book could... Okay, was that the only picture? No, I was going to say, I feel like it almost justifies the cost. And I, I now understand why the game is called Dragon Ball and not Dragon Ball Z, because it looks like they do have some uh, Dragon Ball stuff in, in here. here. I'm opening up the pack of cards. Nice. First one is Goku using Kaioken. Yamcha, Yamcha, Master Roshi, Chiaotzu. A lot of doubles of stuff in here. Lots of Tao Pai Pai cells. So yeah, it's all over the place. Ron Fun. Whoa! Yeah, she's she's wearing her bra right there. So there is lots of stuff all over the series. Kamehameha, Senzu Bean, Super Holy Water. Some of these images um, are actually just screenshots, and some of them are you know, that redone new art style. So I'm pretty down with this. They look kind of nice. Here, I'll pass them over to you. Yeah, Can I want to see. Through. I want to see Ron Fun. Gaokyo. Oh, it's Yamcha. So you know, oh, we Yamcha. we talked about this briefly. There's this new series of cards, and the game is going to be coming out. I I'm obviously not going to get heavily into it and play it or anything. But I think it was neat to pick up a starter pack. I think it was eight bucks, something like that. I don't have the receipt in front of me. And I don't know how many cards it actually came with, but it looks like a good number. Lots of doubles in there. Things like three Yamcha. Yeah, I don't understand. Five Master Roshi cards. Is that intentional? Yeah, well, that's how cards work. You know, you have your commons and then your rares. Blah, blah, blah. But, you know, it's cool. Maybe I'll put up a couple pictures so people can see what this stuff is all about. Let's wrap up the stuff. We want to talk about Otakon, Mary. It's next week. Oh my gosh. Oh my golly. Here's we are going to see, I don't care about the cards, because we're going to see Hironobu fucking Kageyama. Yeah. So excited for the show. Jam Project is playing. Now, we've been talking about this for a couple weeks. Maybe you haven't been around a while. We were at Otakon last year. We did a panel there. We're not doing anything that specific this year. But Otakon is an anime convention held in Baltimore, Maryland. It's been there for years. This is actually going to be my 10th Otakon. 
I can't believe it's been 10 years for so you. So I think that's eight for you, because 2001 so. would have been the first one that you and I went to together. And yet it doesn't feel like it. Although I do miss the feeling of being like so, so, so crazy looking forward to it, because I hadn't ever been to one before and you were telling me about it. Well, you've been to ShoujoCon. And that's all I had to yeah. really go on. So Jam Project. Yeah. They do, you know, they're kind of like a super group. They do stuff on their own, super robot shows and a couple other things. But they do have some, you know, obviously individual members that do their own important things. Like here. Nobu Kageyama, most well-known for his Dragon Ball contributions. I can't believe I haven't mentioned this before, but there have been some blogs going around. I guess Jam Project is kind of doing like a mini tour. They've been to other places. What was Taiwan? One of the places they played? Yeah, I think so. And that's and, where the mystery guest list, not guest list, uh, track list. list came from. Right, and so Hironobu Kageyama did indeed perform Chala Head Chala. What they seem to be doing is kind of jam project songs, and then they do little rotations of people's individual things. Um, Hiroshi Kitadani did We Are from One Piece. So we are super, super psyched, and I'm like ready to just cry. I'm having this problem where every time I hear Head Chala, I'm thinking about next weekend, and I'm pretty sure I am going to break down in tears. Oh, yeah. Who's going to be there to console me? Everyone will be there to okay, lift everyone, you up when you fall down. Will all of my friends be there for me? We'll all hold hands. It'll be just like a great shonen. With friendship and gusto. And gusto. All right. I think that's the end of the stuff. Uh, we'll be there next week. If you're listening to this, you get a couple days to run down to Baltimore and see us and go see Jam Project. Oh, there's going to be a Dragon Ball panel. I'm very concerned, though, because the listing on the Otakon website says it's Friday from 7 to 8. Doesn't that um, yeah, <laughs> really that's, suck? It's kind of like tearing into like your audience that would go into the panel, also going to the concert. Yeah, and I feel kind of bad. Someone needs to tell them because that might not be the best block. Megan Kinoko, who's been on the show before, I believe she's one of the people involved in yeah. this panel. And it sounds like it's going to be good. I have the description here from the Otakon website. Mary, why don't you read it? Because it's nice and cute, and I'm, I want to go to it like I'm really torn. All right, well, the name of the panel is Makafushigi, the ultimate all-in-one Dragon Ball panel. Get ready for an all-inclusive all-exclusive, all-fandom-based panel focused around Akira Toriyama's legendary series, Dragon Ball. Come join us for discussion on upcoming releases as well as nostalgia over the series that made most of our childhood so special. With special treats such as a slightly improvised musical performance that manages to explain all three series in under three minutes, every moment of this panel will prove to be a treat to fans of all ages. I would love that! Oh, man! I want to go see a song! It's our panel to shame! I know, right? Uh, we can't give you any more updates. You'll have to go to the con to see what's going on. So that's all the intro stuff and additional stuff. Mary, let's do news. We have some news here from Highlands Today, which is uh, based out of Tampa Bay, Florida, I believe. Now, we had a little bit of news a few episodes back, a couple weeks ago, about this uh, attempted robbery at Walmart. This is kind of in the same vein. Because you wanted to buy his his cousin a birthday (laughs) present, but he didn't have the money. Where was that one? Was that awesome? I'm just making a Southern accent because it just makes so much sense. I'm sorry, Southerners. I shouldn't generalize. Two Avon Park boys were in the care of the Department of Juvenile Justice on Thursday after they were arrested and charged with burglary of a home in the 100 block of Southland Court where Avon Park police said they stole some video games. Sometime between 5 and 6 p.m. Tuesday, the victim reported that someone had entered her home and stole a duffel bag with her son's PlayStation 2 video game system, two games, and a Game Boy containing a Dragon Ball Z video police reported. The victims immediately named the two boys, ages 9 and 10, as suspects because they were seen in the neighborhood before they went out. Blah, 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 9 and 10 year olds. 
stealing. Holy shit. And of course, this popped up because Dragon Ball. I love the Dragon Ball video in a Game Boy. So I have to imagine it was one of those GBA video series. I think they put out the first two episodes of GT dubbed on a GBA video card. Maybe that's what this was. I'm shocked. Well, there's your one sale of that video cartridge. And it was stolen down in Florida. That's terrible. Mary, do you have any commentary on the state of the country? It's a sad in our state today. Our kids can't have easy access to Dragon Ball goods so then they must steal it from their neighbors. No, wait. It's not that there's not easy access. There's plenty access. I want to know what the two games were. Yeah. Maybe they were Dragon Ball games. This makes it even more of a Dragon Ball story. We'll never know. Maybe we'll follow up and find out. That's really the news for this week. Nothing really going on. I love how they even had to cite, like, a Dragon Ball Z video. They couldn't just say a video. They didn't say what the, the two video games themselves were, but they said Dragon Ball Z video in the Game Boy. Whatever. There's no other news this week. It's been kind of slow leading up to Otakon. I think anime companies in general General, at least over here, holding off for you know the next major con, which is Otakon for any more big announcements, that kind of stuff. So with that done, Mary, we are heading on into our topic for the week. We are here to review the new Super Survivor CD. This is a new CD single that came out just last week in Japan. It's titled Super Survivor, but it contains more than just that song. It contains the two vocal opening themes from Sparking Meteor, which was on the PS2 and the Wii, as well as Burst Limit, which was on the 360 and the PS2. Three. So there's those two songs. There's a couple new songs. We got English stuff. We got karaoke stuff. It's Good a mix. Times. Lots of stuff on here. Definitely. Well, I won't say anything. Yes. Okay. Yes. You're not gonna say anything at no, all. No. 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 I was gonna say okay. something like a very conclusive thing, but I shouldn't say conclusive we'll things. Say, save it for the end. Yes. All right. What we'll do is just kind of go track by track and now uh, give some thoughts on how the songs are, what we think of them, and then at the end we like to do you know who should buy this, what kind of fans would really enjoy this. So it starts off with Super Survivor, the opening theme to Sparking Meteor, which came out in the U.S. as Budokai Tenkaichi 3. Mary, overall thoughts on Super Survivor? We've heard the song for a while now. Yeah. And the game's been out, and we had the short version, but now we have the, the actual full-quality version on CD. And what a difference it makes. Oh, I and think granted, it makes a huge difference. And if we were just listening to it in a car. Yeah, uh, I guess I should say, I made myself a new mix CD of vocal Dragon Ball video game themes, and it's kind of been on loop in my car, but... Anyways. It sounds good in a car. It does. What What about, is it just the clarity in general? How did you feel about the song previously? I think you were just kind of like, I, like, I like it. And you know what? I've been noticing that this is kind of the trend with all the new songs that have come out where uh-huh. I'll listen to it and it's like, oh, okay, yeah. It's definitely a Dragon Ball song, like the modern style of Dragon Ball songs. It's all right. I'll hear it more and more. And then it just feels like it's an old friend. Like, yeah, yeah. this has always been a Dragon Ball song. Woohoo. It's funny because Sparking Meteor isn't even a year old at this point. Yeah, it's funny. Now, we've been saying um, a lot recently that this has been the shortest amount of time between the two big Dragon Ball games between two years. So Sparking Meteor, like, it's two games ago, but it's still very recent. Talking about the clarity, almost the, immediately the first thing I noticed was the bass line that came in. I had never heard it, you know, coming out of the game so heavily compressed. To hear it straight off the CD, oh, it sounded so nice. And then so much more depth to the song. I really enjoyed it. Let's talk about Hironobu Kageyama himself with this. The performance in this song, I just feel is so genuine and he's like so into it when he just belts out oh, those yeah, yeah. fight 
Oh, you really hear it in uh-huh. his voice. I was thinking about that today and how his age kind of doesn't show when he's like gunning all into it. Yeah, when he's because, really into it. Oh, it's like so I think good. if his enthusiasm were to drop by even a little bit, it'd be like, oh, you'd know. You know, he's, yeah. it, it's over. It's done with. He's sick of it now. Oh, my God. He's getting old. But the energy is still there and it's insane. I know you think it was 20 years ago, but he's still totally there with it. I love the guitar solo in the song. It just sounds, you know, it's not Steve Lukather. We got kind of used to his performances. Not him, but good stuff. I have been starting to notice, and this isn't anything new, but as I'm hearing, you know, a new song every couple years, especially with the new video game themes, and again, this is nothing new, but the format of every single song is exactly the same. (gasps) I was thinking that today, too. Like, the structure. Yeah. That's crazy. I kind of kept that to myself, but I didn't know you were thinking it. Intro, verse, chorus, verse, breakdown, chorus reprise and chorus yeah every single song is doing the exact same thing i mean that's just the standard pop structure to music in general so it's not anything to do with hironobu kageyama or dragon ball music that's just pop music but uh, you know when you throw a bunch of new dragon ball songs in a row you really need to make them distinct from each other because then you start to notice that the style is similar to the second track, which is Kiseki no Hono Yomoi Agare, which is the opening theme to Burst Limit, the newest game. Mary, again, with this song, how did you feel about this? You know, the game just came out a few weeks ago, and we'd heard the song for a while through trailers and that kind of stuff. Has the song grown on you at all anymore? How are you feeling about it? I think I prefer Super Survivor uh-huh. to this, only because of I feel like the whole structure issue is more prevalent in this song. And I don't know why, because they all have the same structure, but it bugs me more in this one. But it's not a bad song. Because this is a little more laid back of a song. So it feels more like a popish song where Super Survivor's got the wailing guitars in it throughout the entire thing. So it feels more rock oriented Mm -hmm. I I don't know how I feel about this song to me I feel like it's the weakest so far in the video game songs but it's not bad absolutely of the four recent you know new Dragon Ball songs Budokai 2 Budokai 3 Sparking Meteor and Burst Limit I do feel that this is the weakest one we've had so far but at the same time like it feels like an old fashioned good Dragon Ball song maybe one of like the mid tier movie ending themes kind of thing where I don't really dislike it like Ikusa which I absolutely despise the DBZ Movie 2 ending theme. It's not down at that level for Which me. one is that again? That's a... Get it! Dun, 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 dun. Oh, I like that one. I didn't know you have such deep hatred for that. I don't have a deep hatred for it. I just don't really enjoy that song. So this one's not down there for me, but it's kind of in the middle, maybe somewhere around like Burning Fight. I don't know. It's just not doing it for me. Maybe it is the slightly laid back. I want to take it over more to Hironobu Kageyama himself with this. I didn't get that genuine, like really, really enthusiastic performance in this song. Yeah. But I don't think the song necessitates it at the same time, like Super Survivor does. So I, I really don't know how to feel about that. Talking about the song format and this is where it kind of crossed the line for me. Like, yep, 
I've heard Dragon Ball music before. This is just another one. Mm-hmm. So did it hit you there in the same way? Yeah, it did. And kind of thinking about the structure of this CD itself, it's like, okay, it's only track two. There's still plenty more to go, so I can deal with it. Yeah. I got more to look forward to. <laughs> There's only two new songs on the CD, which I guess we'll get to now. Tracks three and four are all new Hironobu Kageyama songs. They haven't appeared in games. They're just new songs. Were they on, like, his uh, solo albums or anything? Nope. I believe they're all new things. I've never heard them before. Track three is Kodoku no Hate no Love and Peace. Totally unexpected style. Super Survivor is upbeat and rockin'. Uh, the Burst Limit theme is kind of just... It's, it's not like, right. laid back. It's but mid-tempo. It, it, yeah, these two songs are just totally laid back. They're ballads, almost. Yeah. And I usually really, really hate, for the most part, DBZ slow songs. There are a few great exceptions to this rule. And this might be among them. Yeah? I thought this was very moody and kind of a level of maturity that I don't see in a lot of other slow DBZ songs. I'm looking in the credits here, and I'm pretty sure that uh, Yuka was doing the background... Yep, vocal arrangement and background vocals, Yuka Murashi. I believe that's the same Yuka from previous Dragon Ball songs. So, you know, there's a familiar voice in there, so maybe that gives it a little more familiarity to it. I kind of like this one. It's just plucking... I love acoustic guitars, and it's nothing amazing, but I'm like, okay, whatever. to the next track, which is Ginga no Hushikuzu. Again, another very, very laid-back song, acoustic guitar. Same unexpected style. I'm still kind of digging it, but I think I like the previous song a little more. Me too. I can't really pick out what about it made me like it more. It appeared first. <laughs> maybe, maybe, because I heard it first. Uh, even listening through a couple more times, I still prefer uh, track three on here, so I don't really have anything else to say about it. Let's move on to kind of a, an interesting feature on the CD, which are English versions of songs. Oh, which Note are how always we didn't hilarious. Say English how many, translation. How many years has it been since uh, our last English song? Oh, man. Were, were they only just uh, Hechala, We Get a Power, and Bokutachi? I feel That's like, what I want to say. But... I feel like he's done something else recently, and I can't remember what it may or may not have been. Maybe it has been so long since those. I don't know. So it's been about 10 years, unless I'm totally missing something here. So track 
five, finish them off, is uh, an English version of Super Survivor. I love how they gave it a new name. This is crazy. Well, you know what? They did that with the Budokai 2 and 3 songs. Uh, Budokai 2 was Go For It, and Budokai 3 was the Ultimate Energy. But those didn't have vocal performances. Those were just the like the saxophone playing the vocal part of it. Yeah. So, you know, it's nothing new for them to assign a new title to a different version of the song. But yeah, it is weird. And something I noticed with Finish Them Off, the words Super Survivor aren't in the song at all in English. Yeah, that's... I kind of hate that. Yeah. It's like, come on. It's like the main English phrase from the song can't throw that in there what the hell lyrics especially this one in particular completely incomprehensible i understood his japanese way better than i understood his english in here it's just all over the place trust in me you can follow me it's an n surrounded by two apostrophes like really they're putting in their own sound make contractions that don't exist you know what i can't blame them because people here in america mess up like that too well very true Now, Mary, explain to me what this means. If this fate cleaves your mind instead of your heart, don't be afraid to realize you can be a slayer. Whoa, deep. <laughs> what the hell is this song talking about? I think they're just stringing about? together cool words. At, at least Head Shalom, We Get a Power, kind, it's kind of, of a translation. Kind of went with it. You know, it wasn't perfect, but oh man. I'll go along, though I can be in my place. Breaking really the world into the dark. I have a soul. So the next track, Fight It Out, which is uh, the English version of Kiseki no Hone yo Moe Agare, a little more understandable, much more comprehensible, I guess you should say, because I actually picked out some words here, here and there. Why we try to get our freedom, fight in deadly combat, yearn for an always peaceful world. It's only for the earth. It's the earth. Oh, pronunciation. Uh, about these English songs in particular, something I noticed that kind of irritated me about them. There's only one set of lyrics for choruses. If you notice in the Japanese versions, there's a chorus one and a chorus two, and then it reprises the original chorus. There's only one set of lyrics that they repeat for every single chorus in English versions. Mm. There's much less variation to them. So when you combine that with the fact that you can't understand them in the first place unless you're reading along with it, I don't know. I I gotta say, I'm not a fan of these two English songs. To me, it's just still the same tune i mean because what he's saying is so incomprehensible honestly it still sounds like he's singing in japanese because oh, i yeah. can't tell what the fuck he's saying i, I prefer the japanese because i can pick out words here and there I'm like tamashi sekai misete yeah I, I know what's going on here whatever english one i'm like i think he said earth it's like that's my native language did he just really? say slayer what the fuck is he talking about I, I don't know so i mean they're kind of like a novelty uh, almost like a train wreck on there but they're there for you Everything been going right in my ass Turdays No way that no one's sad, no one cry Blue skies above Nothing but the devil getting to this world Oh now No way we only survive by your side So it's time to fight Last two tracks are just karaoke versions of uh, Super Survivor and Kiseki no Hono. Great to have those on there, sing along with. So that's kind of the CD in a nutshell. We have, you know, new vocal themes, we got two new songs, and then, like, variations of those game themes. Should talk about the packaging. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The cover's, um... The cover's, uh, but I really like the inside, actually. I like the color-coded pages, and I think everything's nice and easy to read. Oh, yeah, totally. 
But the cover to me is just kind of okay. It's just Goku. kind of an image. Super Saiyan Goku, and he's just kind of flying forward. Well, this is just the insert we're talking about. On the back of the case itself has a cast shot. Yeah, it does. I can't. I think that was the um, sparking meteor, or at least one of the images to promote that game. Maybe I. I think so. It might have been Burst Limit. I don't remember. So, Mary, who would enjoy the CD? We always like to talk about this. Game fans, Dragon Ball fans. Yeah, fans of the recent um, style of video game music. I mean, it's people who Dragon like Ball to sing music. alone in their house to karaoke versions. We gotta say, I think we've said this before. 1997, we thought we were done with Dragon Ball music. Like Final oh, Battle. Oh, how that little we it. know. I know. And then you know, Budokai 2 came around. We started getting new songs. Then they kind of trailed off for a while. They recycled Hedgehala. We got a power. Sparking Meteor. We got Super Survivor. And then Burst Limit. We got a new song. So we kind of have like four great new Dragon Ball themes that are kind of becoming part of our regular fandom. Really enjoying them. So if you're into the games, I mean, you're familiar with the songs. You've been hearing them for a while. It's a nice cheap CD. I mean, this retails for 1,500 yen, which is only about 15 bucks. And considering you get, you know, eight tracks on the CD, that's not too bad for a Japanese CD single release. What about, I don't know, like who else, why would you buy it if you weren't familiar with at least one of the games? Well, you wouldn't. Anyways? I guess you wouldn't. Unless you were a fan of maybe the other songs that were on the set weren't from the video games, like just the new original works from him. Yeah, and maybe you like the Budokai songs, you haven't checked these games out. I mean, it's more Hironobu Kageyama, and you get the karaoke versions, the English versions. There's at least some cool stuff to check out on here for a decent price. I don't know that I have anything else to say about it. I, I think it's definitely worth a purchase if yeah. you meet any of those criteria. I think so. I think there's enough material on it to warrant the purchase. Super Survivor as a clean CD yeah. copy. Oh, man. That, um, that's like worth it. That the right there is it's like, whoa. And I say that it's not my favorite song. I, I greatly prefer Budokai 2 and 3 songs over this, but it's just so nice to finally hear a great, clean, crisp version of it. Oh, something I totally forgot to mention that I meant to say earlier. What? The vocal performance in the Burst Limit theme on CD. Oh, yeah. It was different. It's different than the version that appears in the game. I don't know what's going on with that. Let me uh, play two little comparisons uh, here to compare the two. So here's one from the video game. And here's the exact same kind of scene, if you will, clip from the CD version. I don't know what's up with that, but whatever. I don't really prefer one over the other. Whatever. You play I'm not the game, sure you get I would have known unless you told me. Well, because uh, I'm the one who listens to him endlessly on right. repeat. I kind of notice that kind of stuff. I'm strange. You're I'm, a music man. I'm a music aficionado. It's called a music snob, Mike. Oh, okay. That's fine. I'm cool with that title. Mary, that's the the topic for the week. Oh, boy. Throw my paper away. I don't need my notes <gasps> anymore. Be gone. Be gone. I don't need no stinking Written papers. notes. I only need internet notes now. So Julian's gone. Uh, let's just move on to releases. August is upon us. Mary, we got stuff coming out on August 8th. What we got? We have got Dragon Ball Z Region 2 DVDs. These are movies 1 and 2, and they retail for 2,800 yen each, or $28, if my exchange rate knowledge is correct. Yeah, it's pretty accurate. You can find them on uh, CG Japan. So yay, single disc movies that were originally from the Dragon Box, now getting single releases. August 19th is a big day, Mary. I know! Holy crap! A Dezenshu is here! A Dezenshu is here! We've been talking about this for a while. It's 
finally upon us. August 19th, a Tuesday. We are finally getting the first Daizenshu from Viz. Well, and the one that makes the most sense, to be honest. Yes, Daizenshu 1 is complete illustrations. Uh, we did an episode all about every single guidebook. Uh, you can go check it out and check out the archives on the site or iTunes. You can learn all about it. This is retailing for $24.99. Let's head on over to Amazon. Yep, they're still doing their pre-order for $16.49. So uh, get a nice little deal on the Daizenshu there. It's a great book. Lots of cool pictures. There's an interview in the back. Be interesting to see how they translate stuff here and there. But minimal text. Mostly images, good times. Uh, also, on the same day, Viz Big Dragon Ball Z Volume Two is coming out. is uh, seventeen ninety nine. It looks like Amazon has it for uh, twelve twenty three. Let's make sure that price is still valid. Indeed, so you got some time to save some money on that. August twenty seventh, we got another new CD coming out. Harry, we have the PS Two and Wii Soft Dragon Ball Z Sparky Meteor and uh, PS Three and Xbox Three Sixty Software Dragon Ball Z Burst Limit. That's a mouthful. Yes, it is. How is that CD different from what we just reviewed? Oh. Uh, um, oh, you don't know, I do don't. You? Well, Mary, let me tell you. Please do. The new CD coming out in August is actually a soundtrack for the video games. Awesome. Rather than just the theme songs. We don't really know what's going to be on it in terms of tracks, you know, how much from each game. Is it one CD? Is it multiple CDs? We think it's just one CD. So we'll give more information uh, as we get it. 3,000 yen, so about 30 bucks. CD Japan, all the regular places. That's August. There's uh, lots more stuff coming out in September, but, you know, we're only just now one hitting August. One month at a time. We'll talk about it then I think that's actually going to wrap up the episode. We're going to skip emails this week, but Mary, if yeah. people have questions, comments, concerns, suggestions, anything they want to send to the show in general, where would they send that to? You would send an email to podcast at com. That's spelled P-O-D-C-A-S-T at D-A-I-Z-E-X dot com. Nice. However, before we truly leave, we got to do the contest. Yes! All right, guys, it is Sunday afternoon. Little did Mary know, but I brought her to her bridal shower today, so I'm all by myself here recording for the contest portion of the show. I am ready to give away two CDs to a very lucky person out there. Now, as a recap, let me tell you exactly what this contest was. So the new CD, Super Survivor, which we talked about this episode, so you know what that is, just came out. We're going to give that CD away. We are also throwing in, because we are so awesome, the CD single containing the opening themes to Budokai 2 and Budokai 3. Now, the way you entered this contest was you just sent an email. However, we added an extra entry sort of kind of for people. If they attached an MP3 of them singing at least two lines for one of those four major songs, Budokai 2, Budokai 3, Sparking Meteor, and Burst Limit. I believe this is the most entries we've ever received to a contest on Daizen X ever. And I am so thrilled that about uh, between a quarter to a third of the people actually included singing as well. I was so psyched to see this. That just proves to me that people are enjoying this music and are really excited about it and that gives me you know more of an incentive to do this kind of stuff you know review the cds and give them away at the same time so we're going to pick a random number here from number one all through the maximum number of entries received and remember if you submitted uh, an entry with yourself singing you get two numbers there that you can kind of win with now shall we just go ahead and pick it i think we should i don't really have anyone to do a drum roll so i'll do a drum roll for myself here The number is 54. Who is lucky 54? Number 54, the lucky winner of the contest is Lynx Garcia or Garcia Lynx. It's kind of written both ways in your email and you have won the contest. Congratulations. I'm the only one to clap. So 
that's kind of not as exciting as it would be with like two or three people. But congratulations, you've won our contest. I am so psyched for you. Uh, we'll be in contact with you to get your address and get those CDs off to you. Now, guys, you, you have to pay attention later on in the episode. We're going to play a, a couple special things. One, you'll hear about it as soon as it starts, and you'll probably want to rip your ears out, and I totally apologize for it. But then after the episode, pay attention. I'm going to play some of the best entries we received of the singing. I'm not going to give any names or anything like that. Maybe you'll hear yourself, maybe you won't. But just, just a smidge of uh, some of the ones we enjoyed the most, so look forward to that. So that truly wraps up the episode. This has been episode 140 of the show. We'll be back next week with 141. You'll note that this was the first episode of a new month. We didn't do a manga review of awesomeness. That's because we wanted to coincide you know, the new CD coming out and giving it away. We we're pushing back the manga review to next episode. However, next week will be Otakon, so we're going to try to record early. And I haven't really told Jeff yet. Maybe I did. I can't remember. So we'll try to pull him over here. We'll all read the manga. And we'll actually have a manga review of awesomeness for next week. That'll be 141. We're up to volume... Two. 18. 18. <laughs> all right. Of the manga. Dragon Ball Z Volume 2, if you're going by the Viz numberings, it uh, completely lines up now. So uh, be prepared for that. Episode 2 of VG Convo should uh, be coming pretty soon. If it's not up by the time you hear this, uh, Jeff and I will be plugging it next episode, so be on the lookout for that. Um, that's a little side podcast that myself, Jeff, and Andrew have uh, started doing, just talking about video games. Uh, look forward to that. I think that's it. Mary, goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks for doing the show. Yeah, I just realized that we've done quite a bit of music reviews the well, last yeah. year. Because I love them. They're cheap enough to pick up every time they come out, and it makes for great content. I was just about to say the C word, which is content. Well, this is a podcast, which is audio, and it makes sense to do audio-related things as often as we can. Music reviews are totally up my alley, because I don't do an actual music podcast. This is kind of like how I get to do it a little bit. It's kind of venturing off into your three hobbies. Yeah, I'm all over the The video game stuff, and then Dragon Ball stuff, and the music stuff. Yuppers. Cool. Goodbye. Bye. Temple of Trunks. Temple of Trunks, www.tem. P-L-E-O-T-R-U-N-K-S dot com. You have yet to plug Lonely Future Warrior! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Trunks! I should do that. Yeah. Yeah, why don't you do that? Yeah, okay. If you don't know what I'm talking about, check out last week's episode. Good times. Good stuff. Good readings. Good images. Yes. Nice. Good hotness. Later. Bye. That leaves uh, me and Julian. You know, we were talking about the contest earlier this episode, and I did mention that if you uh, pay attention later in the episode, you're going to hear some of the best samples we got of people singing, you know, sending stuff in. But I can't let them go first. You know, if people are going to send in their stuff, and I don't want to say are going to be embarrassed, but kind of put out there, we should be expected to do the exact same thing, right? Well, here's what I'm going to do. You may actually already be hearing it. The ending theme for this episode is going to be me putting my rock band skills to the test. Maybe singing one of the new themes or an older theme. I haven't decided yet, so uh, go me. I I apologize for the terribleness of the recording, but stay tuned. You'll hear some of your fellow peers hopefully showing me up a little bit. So until then, that's Mary. Hi, and bye. That's Julian off in Japan. Bye, Mike. Ah, That's me, Vegito EX. Mike, as you may know me, I think I did that backwards. That's all right. So for all of them,
そして奴らもやってくる。この星なら果てくるぜ。アラブヨガン、ファイトファイトファイト。俺が地球の盾になる。そさとことん止まらず戦う。青い地球が止まらず回るために。立ち向かえ、新年の米た、拳は誰にも負けない、見せてやれ、明日を救うのは、この勇気さ、for the world。Survivor, you are the survivor, 絶望を切り裂き、歪んだ罪を、仕留めろ、サバイバー、The Super Survivor、限界を壊せよ、いかれる魂、Fight for! 舞い上がれ、純白の雲、見下ろす遥かな空まで解き放て、自由ぬな魂、風に乗って。スバイバーでスーパースバイバー、限界を壊せよ。行かれる魂。ファイトファー純白の雲を見下ろす遥かな空まで解き放って自由な魂風に乗って奇跡の炎よ燃え上がれよ君の心に未来むため Dun 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 d